Welcome to Ghostwatch 2017, a podcast about Ghostwatch 2016, a podcast that I made forever ago about Common Rider Ghost. I ask Adam Wasserman. Hello. And Alexi Peppers. Hi. To listen to that podcast and give me feedback. This is episode 30. Episode, episode 30. 30. Too, too dead, dead, too dead. dead. Isn't it too dead, too yeah. dead? Now it's too dead, too dead. Episode 30 of Kamen Rider Ghost, we learn the fate of Mrs. Fumi, relive a lot of beautiful or sad or annoying memories, and watch a knit poncho kick some gnomes. So what did you think of the reveal of what happens to Mrs. Fumi, Alexi? No. <laughs> it was so sad. It wasn't surprising. But it no, was I was talking about like just there's a background man that says, oh, I guess she died. That's true. <laughs> The particular way they handled it made things worse in that I was shocked that that was a choice they made. Was it like, no, because the actress comes back as a force ghost. Because I was like, could they not get her to come back for one more episode? Is that why she died? And it was like, we can't even record a death scene. But no, she's back later. So I don't know why. Yeah, they fridged her, basically. Yeah. Takoyaki stand did. And, and then replaced her with the younger model. Yes. <laughs> like the exact same character, but younger. There's never been... Even wears the same clothes later. <laughs> yep. Anyone at the Takoyaki stand when they visited, except for them. It's always abandoned. Which I've noticed, because I've often thought, how does she make a living? And then all of these people come out of the woodwork to say, oh no, looks like Grandma Fumi died. And then attend her funeral in droves. The funeral bit was kind of nice because it's like, oh, she's touched more lives than than you thought. But the fact that the always abandoned Takoyaki stand suddenly had a ground of, a crowd of people just saying, looks like Grammy, Grandma Fumi is dead. It wasn't how I would choose to depict that scene. I guess it would have been sadder if we had to see the body of Grandma Fumi. So there is that. I think it would have been better maybe if, if Poncho Boy had a little bit of time to dwell on what had happened. Yeah, many or flashbacks. Like that. Maybe, maybe he got to react in some way. He did spend most of the episode dwelling on it in various tall buildings. I mean, the moment of discovery, right? The, the last episode, he's running with the art supplies, and you kind of mostly just see him drop the art supplies. Yeah, you get to see his face break a little bit. Teeny tiny bit. I don't want to see an extended reaction as he reacts to Grandma Fumi being dead. As a person they are shoving in the fridge, I feel like she deserves a little more than, <laughs> oh, hey, I guess Grandma Fumi died. That's fair. Um, I want to register, not a complaint, but at least a notice that we're recording this on Father's Day, and this is Two Dead, Two Dads episode. <laughs> That's very appropriate. Yeah. But there's always dead dads. There are always dead dads is the thing. Yeah. Oh, the biggest thing. Okay, are we going to do the theme song? Okay. Oh. oh, okay. Here we go. We were watching a show made of reject Sony R&D. Special effects spreading across half a century. Magic ghost shirts, pokeballs, and fanny packs. And despite never leaving Coriander is back, the bestest host that watched Common Rider Ghost has more to say with this replay. Join Adam and Alexi in this meta fun, rehashing a show that still isn't done. Enjoy the unseen with Ghostwatch 2017. 
the timelines have crossed. Right. The podcasts have converged. Oh, is this when we started? Yes, this is when Kate got very upset by the existence <laughs> of our podcast. <laughs> the reactions of like anger and confusion and disbelief are the correct ways to respond to the existence of this podcast. Ah, so for the rest of the podcast, you're going to hear me asking Kate to react to things that you say. Really? Yeah, it's true. It's like, oh man, Alexia likes bees. <laughs> it's just going to be this messed up time circle. I made this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's still like the confusion of having listened to the most recently posted Ghostwatch 2017 today, and then the episode of Ghostwatch 2016 that we're going to be talking about. And yeah, and them talking about us. And I'm just like, I don't remember what we're doing anymore. Yeah, too much, I mean, too much stuff going on. I already apparently disassociate my way through most of recording since the last description of Ghostwatch 2017. I didn't remember a single thing, even though I'd said it all. But the time confusion is just going to make it all. It's, it's a very special experience. I've found that's just the way performance works. Like if you are set uh, to say or act in an entertaining way for a period of time, you're just kind of on autopilot. And then later you won't remember anything, but there's evidence of it that lives on the internet forever. Yeah. People, people often like tell me things I've said and I'm like, I don't remember saying that, but it does sound like something I'd say. Yeah, I did have to go back and just like, okay, I would say Big Gulp of the Souls. I didn't remember it, but it tracks. And Butt Window. It was a good descriptor. And Butt Window. There was a lot of stuff. Yeah, you were distracted by Sweat Emperor's Butt Window. (laughs) Which I I feel even weirder about now that like we've seen a lot more of Sweat Emperor. (laughs) Not as much as you're going to. The whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gee, I still ready for the the finale of the entire series. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. I like how even when I go back and listen to old episodes, because I feel like a a common feature of Common Rider or Ghostwatch 2017 is that you guys reference something that'll happen later on and just laugh maniacally about it. But even when I go back and listen to old episodes, there's stuff where I'm like, I still don't know what they were talking about. It must be even further in the series. And you're going to get it twice because you're going to get what happens in the show that is ridiculous. And then you're going to get Ghostwatch 2016, which is ridiculous on top of that. And then maybe you have to deal with your past self, who is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very special thing you've created, Corey. It's a snake chasing its tail. <laughs> for for the record, since since the the episode that I mentioned it in has been posted, and I forgot I was talking about it anyway, uh, Houdini Girl is totally like my other soggy wa- washcloth choice. That's what I thought. I was re-listening to it, and that is one of those things where you referenced, oh, there's another character later in the show, and I was like, I bet that it's Houdini Girl. Correct. Let's not make soggy washcloth a thing, okay? I know I <laughs> we, used it, but that's just because I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, no. It's no! Now. <laughs> we don't have to take everything I find funny seriously. 
We probably shouldn't. We probably should not. Especially if they have the word soggy in them. Although if we didn't, would we even be here right now? Okay, but the title of this episode is going to be Houdini Girl is My Other Soggy Washcloth. (laughs) (laughs) That word is for a title. Uh, It doesn't roll off the tongue. You don't think I would? I think you would. Oh, yeah. Unless, you know, Alexi says something funnier in the next 10 minutes or so, which is always possible. I'll make a point not to, just because... Oh, like you can help it. You are, I, I would say that you are percentage wise at about 80% hit rate for episode titles. So, <laughs> although like, Gandalf is still at like 20, so yeah, I know. Yeah, Gandalf's doing better than I am. That. I'm like, man, Gandalf is much more of a podcast star. I need to really make that Twitter just for her because I feel like she'd get more luck with increasing her brand than I would. <laughs> I feel like soggy washcloth could also be a uh, action, like a what's it called, a verb. Like Onari is still my soggy washcloth, but I would rather see uh, Makoto soggy washcloth, pretty boy. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, that would be very interesting. Yeah, no, there's again still a ship that I'm holding out for. It's not even in the show. And I will, I will not say. Is there a secret oh. ship? I don't think I know what it is. You don't know what it is. I I thought your secret it ship was Onari. Yeah, I thought your secret ship was Onari and, and military man. But I don't know if the the beach scene has happened yet. No, but the the because I'm not I'm I'm not rewatching the show or re listening to the show. The the, the part where where military man saved saved him and then wandered walked walked away and said they were even because. He gave him onigiri that time happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. Yes. Yeah. Permanent. Okay. Head cannon. All right. No, I'll get behind that. I want to see military man soggy washcloth onari. <laughs> yeah, I take it. He would be so noble. <laughs> and then onari would be like, oh, I just want to help, but I can't right now. Oh. <laughs> we got to write this shit. What's the AO3 look like for Common Rider Ghosts? Pretty sparse. Well, it's I just suspect. the it's it's the Tiny Table Friends Adventures, mm. and then uh, the stories of Monolith Dad, and beyond that, I think it's fair game. We can we can soggy washcloth all over AO3. <laughs> There's a respectable amount of Common uh, Rider Double fanfic because my wife used to. Search it out. She got very into Double. I should. I, I still haven't watched Double. I'm. I'm still picking my way through O's and X Eight and Bill. <laughs> I, I think it's really funny that you watched Forze, then O's, and presumably then Double, because that's the but Forze is the space one with NASA and JAXA. But it goes Double O's, which is like three, and then Forze, which is four. Yeah, and then Gaim, which is fruit. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but I'm so robbed that we didn't watch the fruit one or the space one. Gaim after oh, the fruit Forza? one's so convoluted. Yes, Gaim was yeah. after Forza. Well, I know it's after, but it was what was it right after, I guess? Yes. Huh. Huh. No, Wizard was after Forza and then Gaim. What? Wizard? Yeah, Wizard's just really forgettable. <laughs> Who even is wizard? What's a wizard? I know they have like coins or rings or whatever and magic. Rings. Who cares? The 
the best thing about Wizard is that his henshin belt sings a little song before he henshins and goes shaba dooby tachi henshin, shaba dooby tachi henshin, and sometimes it does it like ten times. Yeah, but Oz is still tatoba tatoba tatoba. <laughs> I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying that's the best thing about Wizard because Wizard is very average, although still I think a little better than Ghost. Sorry, Alexi. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's tricked. Mea culpa. Deceived. <laughs> Were you? I don't think so. Did Corey yes. ever say, like, this show is so good, you need to watch it and do a podcast with us? Corey! I mean, it started out with just a, like, you want to be in a podcast with me. Even the subject of the podcast. And to be fair, this was my fault for not asking more questions up front. <laughs> But I really agreed to a lot of things without knowing what was going on. <laughs> and I learned my lesson. That sounds really scandalous. <laughs> I don't know. I think it came up first at the Christmas party or the release party. So I was drunk. <laughs> so was I, though. That tracks. That's true. It was a drunken pact. But I think that this is going to get even more fun and loopy if there really uh, is going to now be no. the feedback loop of 2016 top. No, I'm going to blame Adam again because it was revealed to me that you like Godzilla and Adam likes Godzilla. And I was like, this, oh, I have a co that likes Godzilla and a friend that likes Godzilla because I do a common Rider podcast. <sighs> Should we talk about common Rider? Mm-hmm. Is this a common Rider podcast? Yeah. This was a pretty good episode, except it was sad. Lots of it was just very sad. I wrote at one point, Elaine, pretty boy, is up on a roof, I think, because he's usually on a roof. Being a bird. Yeah, and he was clutching at his chest, saying that he didn't want a heart. Oh, <laughs> and I wrote, fair, neither do I. Yeah. Because <laughs> at this point, what an episode. I would have loved to just not have a heart. And they cut right from that to a funeral. It's a hell of a thing. And you get to meet Fumi's granddaughter. Yes. And Canon just faints immediately when she hears the news. Right. Canon's very frail. She is. She was better off in an icon. Yeah, she, se- <laughs> yeah. she seemed so competent as an eyeball. Yeah, I think that maybe she should go back in the ball. <laughs> there was also a great moment, like, Houdini is ridiculous, and I love him. And I love the contrast between Houdini and Sailor Scout. But there's one point where Takeru starts trying to explain to Sailor Scout what has happened and like what happened last episode. And Houdini interrupts and takes over her body to say, Takeru, you should tell her what happened. It's like, that was what he was just trying to do. And now he can't because you took over her body. Way to go, Houdini. You ridiculous man. I love him and his his motorbike with the chains and the quadcopter. and. The stupid like flower explosion that comes with he his possessions. He is the most extra of the heroic souls. They really missed out on the opportunity to ask him what was up with the quadcopter too while he was around. Oh yeah. Well, the thing is that they don't seem to in universe question how baffling and wrong the quadcopter is as a concept. That's true. They should, but they don't. Yeah, there is a good fight at the end. Where there's the triple team up. Right. Because PB finally did it. He did his redemption arc. Mm-hmm. 
And it couldn't have ended better because it ended with him wearing his ugly, horrible sweater poncho and like rebelliously eating takoyaki in between punching dudes. He was going to choke and die. This is how he was going to die in his real physical body is by trying to fight people and eat takoyaki at the same time. But, but what a way to go. What a way to go. And those are big takoyaki too. That's not like a small mouthful. No, and he wasn't taking a bite. He was sticking yep. the whole thing in his yep. mouth with gusto. I think he was just fighting mooks, though. Even so. Yeah, there might have been some blue mooks. I wouldn't do that while eating. No, I trip and choke on things while just walking across perfectly planar surfaces. <laughs> I can't eat carrots without choking. That's a Pepper's family first. What? Carrots? Like, normal-sized yeah. carrots or baby carrots? Any kind. Is it because they're kind of granular when you chew them up yeah there's something about the granularity and then you try to put them in your lungs instead of stomach yeah i don't know i think that we crossed a witch at some point in our past who also was like a carrot (laughs) so like like the beginning of into the woods basically your great great grandfather stole carrots from a witch Uh uh-huh and cursed the entire pepper's line when when I was a teenager, I got like uh, pieces of steak caught in my trachea a couple of times. That was no fun. I had to go to the hospital both times. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. But that was just my fault for not chewing well enough. <laughs> Do you think that's like an Alberta problem? I think like, oh, just a me problem. Another dude chokes on steak. I just wanted I just wanted that steak inside me so fast and chew it enough. <laughs> Killed by prime Alberta they, beef. They actually, like, the second time they actually, like, did a gastroscopy, like, stuck a camera down my throat to see if there's something physically wrong with me. <laughs> and they were like, your throat is fine, but you do have an ulcer. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess good to know that. And I was, like, 17 at the time. Oh, it runs in my family. But an ulcer is like a bacterial infection, so. Bless that dude who drank bacteria to prove it. Uh, also, part of PB's arc of redemption, which I'm so glad he finally had, is that when Spectre showed up, he called him Makoto. Mm-hmm. Like, Makoto asked him to. Yeah. They've leveled up in their friendship. Mm. They've successfully, Makoto has seen PB's redemption cutscene and now are now able to progress to the next relationship level. Even though he possessed him for weeks. Oh, I kind of forgot about that. Everybody else. <laughs> That's a weird too. angle on this all, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but PB's final speech about how he made up his mind, he's going to save the world and then make his own world beautiful. It was a nice speech. And then a nice fight with a triple kick. Yeah. And the motorbike was like whipping people with chains. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one that they spend a lot of money on. Mysteriously. I was hoping he'd get even more of a like super transformation unlocked by his change of heart. Okay, okay. Here's my problem. Part of my problem with Ghost. He never does. Oh, that's so. Unfair. I was always hoping for a level two Necrom. Like he gets maybe a future ability, but he doesn't ever evolve. Ghost has surprisingly few like different transformations aside from like all the jackets. Which I think is maybe they felt like, well, we have all these jackets. We don't need all of these. But like I'm watching build and like it's like every three episodes, somebody has a level up. So, yep. Same with X-Aid. Well, X-Aid has more characters in general too, like more common writers in general. But yeah, there's a lot and of literal lot leveling, leveling up. Like, yes, very, very <laughs> literal. 
it's just so unfair because if nothing else, it seems like they've established their two tiers because at this point, Spectre and Ghost have both gotten their level two outfits, which has been like a power change, but also a costume change. I think the, the real name for Ghost's level up, the red one, his dad's spirit, is the Toucan. Excuse me? What? Yeah, that's the real name for that transformation. It's the Toucan Boost, or Toucan Damashi. Pretty sure. Why? Are you, are you, are, is that, are you making, making fun of it, or is that a thing? It's impossible to tell with the context of this podcast and this I TV feel like show. I should know. That's true. I would expect yeah. you to know. If you said it, I wouldn't even question it. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Oh, proof. Oh. Parka Ghost? Are they officially called Parka Ghost? Yes. What? That's not a Parka. Oh, like Tosan. Huh. Yeah, it's Tosan. Okay. But it's Toucan. Uh, clearly in English. <laughs> that, uh, I, I have some qualms about this translation. Yeah, like Tosan, that's a word even I know. But Tukan, or Tukan. But okay, parkas, them calling them parkas. I'm not, I need to complain about this. It's not like a parka at all. And I hate that the Wikipedia page immediately says the parka ghosts are hoodie-like ghosts. Call them hoodie ghosts. Yep. Also, uh, don't read too much of this wiki because spoilers. All right, I'll stop. Yeah. I mean, I guess if they're called parka ghosts in the thing i don't even know i bet there's some side information stuff that oh, there's probably like these. an issue of terribikun or something yeah like i get I, I i assume they're getting it from somewhere and it's not just like a translation fight like happens with calling um elaine elaine or Aaron. yeah but they're not warm there's no fur they look like they're made of vinyl. Yeah. Maybe maybe this is like a I don't know how how like people in the states call um like toques? toques beanies or something. Maybe it's one of those things. Like cultural thing? Yeah. Mm. What does parka mean in Japan? Anyway, there's also a lot of slow piano versions of themes from the show in this episode since there's a lot of sad things happening. That was that was nice in a sad way. Well done. Oh, and the reveal that uh, Sailor Scout's dad died on his birthday and her having decorated their whole flat to be like birthday thing was very legendary pictures Godzilla. Oh, is he the glasses ghost? Oh, yeah. Yeah, glasses ghost. Ah, uh, right. I remember him and her convincing them to see him because he forgot her. Which is tragic. And she had to, like, speak to him one more time so that she could say sorry for rushing him out of the apartment that morning because she was trying to do, like, a surprise birthday thing. So she'd been kind of rushed with him in the morning, which is very sad. But it was also the beginning of Legendary Godzilla is a similar thing with them decorating the house for birthday. So And then Godzilla coming. And then Godzilla comes. You no, know, Godzilla doesn't. That's not even no, Godzilla. That's not what happens. <laughs> if only if only that's what happened. It would have been so much better. It would have been a little bit better. There would have been Instead, at least a little bit more Godzilla. They All fridged right. the mom and cut forward in time. Yeah. And and then it turned out that the thing that like caused it wasn't even Godzilla. 
the mutos were really cool. Spoilers for for a crap watch. Yeah, for for the Godzilla rewatch podcast, I'm the Alexi Kate. Yes, Kate's never going to listen to this. I know. <laughs> Me, I I am here for you. Thank I know you. nothing except what I've picked up organically. That'd be good. I would love when I made people at Beamdog watch Godzilla Final Wars. It was so fun because I had not watched a Godzilla film with people with no experience with it before um, pretty much ever. And so mm. it was really fun to learn what kind of things I take for granted as totally normal parts of any Godzilla film. And they were like, there are aliens in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't there be? Yeah. There's always aliens. What are you talking about? Let me tell you, this is actually taken, taking its inspiration from two previous films and sort of yeah. merging them together. Uh, anyway, the first, yeah. the first time, the, the first and only time my wife watched a Godzilla movie with me, it was um, Mothra, King Ghidorah, um, whatever the the oh with Aragon. Yeah, the that's a good one. Millennium one, yeah, it is a good one, but it's yeah, not. That's really good. It's not a really good example of what Godzilla movies normally are. No, but in I think a good way because it's more character focused. Yeah, she was just like, she had a lot of her. questions. So I, yeah, she's like, do they always do this? I'm like, no, not normally. Nor- normally it's subtext, not text. And it has like a bike gang. This is a good movie though, except for the fact that the Godzilla costume is weirdly off model. True, but it's a really fun one. I like that one a lot. That I was think one I of like the it better the second when I, when I watch it for, for a second time. Mm-hmm, right. And I, 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 I know going in that the Godzilla costume is derpy and I will. Except it, it was one of the good examples of Godzilla movies every now and then, like fa- fairly often have quite good female like lead characters. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that was one of the best ones. So I really like that. I wasn't aware of that. Younger. It's yeah. true. As much as they focus on the human characters, which is not often, but like in the ones that they do, it does tend to be a strong female character. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Like, um, yeah, Godzilla rad. versus Mechagodzilla 3 in Tokyo SOS. Yeah, that's like the top top one. Yeah. And then I feel like I would put the Mothra Baragon King Ghidorah one as like next in line for Yeah, that's not that's not part of what I like super remember about it, but it's been a while since I saw it. Yeah. And it wouldn't have made as much of a an impact to, to me probably as it would have for you. This is the wrong yeah. podcast to be talking about this one. <laughs> oh right. Uh anything else happen in Ghost? I think that's pretty much it. Good old Miss Fumi force ghosts at the end. And it was just so nice because PB, like I thought it was maybe going to be another bittersweet moment, but he just, he smiles and he has his takiyaki and he looks at the sky and he's going to live his dream now and be a beautiful, beautiful bird. He'd be a seagull. Yeah, I think so. He'd be eating trash. Really? Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't eat trash. He only eats takoyaki. He would, he would eat like le- he would eat problems. like scattered takoyaki, like <laughs> that takoyaki that Fumi dropped when she died. He'd be all over it. Yeah, he would be all up in those containers. He'd be all squawking. I mean, there is the question of like where he got all the takoyaki he ate in this episode. Dead. <laughs> so maybe he did get it out of various trash cans. And- it was all leftover. <laughs> They've been stockpiling it. Cannon was like. Oh God! It seems like the only thing he'll eat is takoyaki. I should start stockpiling it now, or else he's gonna die. <laughs> there was a there was a moment in 
the Ghostwatch 2017 that came out this week where we're talking about Canon and um, QB sitting at a table and they had uh, Takoyaki and uh, you said that they could replace Canon with like the, the sword Ganma. And I swear oh. to God, I thought that you were going to say they could replace her with Takoyaki. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it makes the most much sense. It's the new sexy lampshade test, the takoyaki test. If you can replace one of your female characters with a box of takoyaki and nothing changes, then you've got a bad job. <laughs> I don't like this, though, because if we replace canon with takoyaki, A, how does it faint as often? And B, pretty boy would eat her. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't want to go she there. She would last for five oh. minutes in this world. Yeah. Everyone loves Takayaki. Only one person loves canon. <laughs> that never, relationship is inappropriate. Yeah. It is. I've never heard of the sexy lampshade test. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's the test for strong women. It's it's like okay. the Bechdel other person yeah. text. But it's or the Makamori. The Makamori test is bullshit. She doesn't even pass her own test. No, I guess she does. I don't, I don't I don't follow the Makamori test, but the sexy lampshade. Yeah, is is you could you could replace a female character with a sexy lamp. She loses all of her agency like forty five minutes into the. It's one of the things I don't like about Pacific Rim. Well, well, one day we'll do a podcast about this. Just a yearly podcast. I swear we should just do a special Pacific Rim episode about Pacific Rim and Pacific Rim Uprising, just to get it's it out of the be- way. And clear like the air. two hours long, and <laughs> the volume level is going to be consistently unbearable. <laughs> the first half. She's, you're very you excited in the second half, you're very out. angry. No, just a yearly discussion, you know. <laughs> Where are we at on Pacific Rim this year? <laughs> well, given it's been five years since it first came out, and I am still ready to throw down about it at any second, I think. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> I am assuming that I share many of your strong feelings about the sequel. Yeah, probably. Even though I'm not that attached to the first one. I have not seen it still, and but I would oh. watch it for a throwdown. Yeah. You should, no, so that we down. can all be mad together. Adam, you know I have opinions about film. I do know that. Film? I'm aware. It's out now on DVD. Ah. And Blu-ray. Oh. We've got those special features. All right. Time and a place. Name, name the date, Alexi. <laughs> I just watch it this week. I can, yes. That's that's how I did it. I watched it. I watched it last week in preparation for last week's episode that we didn't record because of E three. <laughs> yep, we had to watch Todd do his thing, and he did. He did. He did it so good. Good job, Todd. Todd's become self aware. Todd is. He took all the mean jokes we've been making about him all this time and threw them in our faces, and did them better. Yeah, that was a really insulting thing. <laughs> he made them funnier. Good job, Todd. <laughs> we can't make fun of Todd anymore. He beat us. <laughs> All right, those are my notes. Adam, anything? Oh, I wish Kate wasn't mad at us. Oh, it yeah. Makes me sad. I feel like there might be like some falseness there. Like uh, yeah. you're not you're you're not rivals. No, yeah, I don't think she's mad at us. She's mad at our existence. <laughs> Yeah, I think she's mad at Corey. Yeah, like I didn't take that personally. I sympathized with it. <laughs> I like I like 
Heather's like casual, like just disbelief that you found people willing to participate in this project. <laughs> yeah, that's fun to listen to. Of like, what what kind of idiots could you find? <laughs> Who would possibly do this? And I'm just sitting there on the couch, like that's me. <laughs> I've been mentioned on a podcast. Hooray! I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for us then. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, this has been Ghostwatch 2017. I'm Coriander Dickinson. You can find me on Twitter at Absalar. Uh, I'm Adam Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter at Gold Sarcasmium. And I'm Alexi Peppers. And you can find me on Twitter at AM Peppers. And we love you all. Goodbye. I Bye. do not condone that. <laughs>